Hello and welcome back. Hi, I'm Mark. I'm Rox. And this is our podcast. Live, laugh, love the podcast! Hey! Here we go. go! Let's all be having it this week. Come on! Oh! Oi, 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 oi! Big yo, big yo, come, come! Let's go! Party! Trying to hype myself up. Go on, Rob. What we got to do? You got to live, laugh, laugh. The one woman hype machine here. Woo, She's hyping woo, herself. Woo. I'm living for the weekend just to let down my hair. All you dog walkers out there, let's go. I'm going to let her go for a bit. If you're driving a lorry right now, beat <laughs> that horn. Honk if you love it. What I need is some bass floor. Easy for yeah. Are you going to keep going or shall I, shall I stop? No, edit. I'm just going to die. A hype guy, be my hype guy. A hype guy that wants to be there. <laughs> Let's go. Keep tight. I don't know why I've turned into a... Uh, no, I'm going to stop it there. I've turned into an MC for some weird reason. <laughs> Hello, everyone. Welcome back to our... Welcome back. Welcome back. Welcome back. Welcome back to our podcast. <laughs> uh, episode number... 28 and feeling great. 28. Oh. Wow. Thank you for sticking with us for this long. If you oh. don't follow the podcast, why not? Please do. Please, please follow it on your podcast streaming service of choice. Hit the little plus sign to follow the podcast so you get the latest updates on it. We have got all your favourite features coming up today. Dial a Dilemma, Date Night Diaries, Confessions of a Housekeeper, One Line Wonders, Living with a Southern Savannah. It's Northerner this week. <sighs> oi, oi! I'm, I'm excited. <laughs> and name that sound. Uh, Rox, we have had a busy week. We have had the ultimate busy week. Mark sounds as mellow as it comes, but come on, Mark, we uh, have had... You know what? I had a bath last night. That's why. <laughs> I, I, I know that's I know that shouldn't be the reason why I sound oh, chilled. Oh, yeah. I'm a, I'm a large gentleman. I'm a, I'm a six <laughs> foot eight man. Getting a bath isn't isn't. Mark easy. never fits in baths. No. Ever in a bath. In a bath. You never fit in baths, do you? No. And last night you had one, and it was like I don't know. It's, I mean, it's it's, it's an uncomfortable experience because it is, yeah. It's if, like if I try and get you know the top half of me in, then my my legs are kind of like bent like a stick insect think, up the wall. Think of a man trying to get into a suitcase. That's <laughs> that, a contortionist. Naked. <laughs> that's pretty much what it's like for you. So, and I, I do feel your pain, yeah, but so then that's also why. I find it funny. So, <laughs> so I'm mellowed out because I had a bath and it's, it's it's been a long while since I had a bath and I'm a shower guy. Um, so I feel a little bit chilled because oh, of Billy that. Oh, Billy Banter over it. Oh, mate, I'm I've got sorry, it Mark. Mark's turned into a... I don't even know what you just, are these days. Chilled out, middle-aged man. <laughs> I've got my glasses on as well. But again, no one's... You know what? I was thinking about this. Still no one's seen the glasses. No one's seen the glasses. What, it was I like, did take a sneaky photo, but... It was one of the very early episodes we talked about me getting glasses. I've worn them every, every episode since, and no one's seen them. glasses. He saw a picture of the sketches. Do you know what who, who is it who does sketches? What's his name? Jamie. Red nap. You saw a picture of him on a Sketches oh. poster the other day and went, look at him. Always looks good. Do you know what? I'm genuinely... You, you are a middle-aged man. I'm genuinely fearful. We're doing this live show uh, at Christmas. So, little plug there. You know, Nottingham, Birmingham. We're doing two live shows. Tickets still available. <laughs> um, we're doing these two live shows. I'm worried I might have to wear the glasses on the night. Oh, because you can't see anyone? No. No, because <laughs> I can't see 
What? No, what? not because I can't see anyone. No, it's because I've got people to send in emails oh. of their stories and their date nights, and I've got to read Wait, things. I'll just get you some comedy giant ones. We'll put them on. Do you know what? If they come to the show, it'll be the first time they see a handsome oh. you look. You do look dashing in them with your old floppy hair. You're like, I'll tell you, you look like Hugh Grant now <laughs> from Notting Hill. You're having a you laugh. You do. If you want to see me in my glasses. If you want to see Whoops and Daisies <laughs> over here, Hugh Grant doing his little thing on stage, come and see us. It'll be also, you might not be able to, you might have to get one of them things to wrap around it to keep them on because with what I've got planned for you, rushing around, dancing. I don't know what that means. I've got a little plan for you, and I and, and they I, might flop off somewhere. I might go for a monocle. <laughs> You don't you see can't a lot. have a double monocle. You don't one. see a lot of them these days, do you? Yeah, because who has the effort to hold a whole glasses with one eye for the whole day? Nobody. But why did they die out? Because they're impossible to get on with. Have you ever tried to put a have monocle? Have you ever tried to? Yeah. Have you ever? I have tried a monocle, actually. <laughs> tried I, I have. Monocle. I have. Because I had a fancy dress and I wore a monocle. And um, it was impossible to keep on. I mean, you give yourself a migraine in one side of your face because it's just like latching on. Your eye latches round. I it. might get one. Oh, don't get a monocle. I might get, yeah. Where'd you go? Do Specsavers do monocles? No, no. Mine was a fancy dress comedy one. Yeah, there but was if, no you want, if you want a serious one of like... Why do you want a serious <laughs> monocle? <laughs> oh, God. I might get a monocle. Oh. Do Specsavers do... This is the problem with your brain. It just evolves no one, into no one's got one. crap on a regular day. No one's got one for a reason. For a reason. It's like having a unicycle. I might, Why? I might bring back the monocle. We saw that man on that unicycle this week, didn't we? Yeah, we did. Bumming along the pavement. I thought, where's he going on one wheel? <laughs> <laughs> Honestly, oh. I mean, fair play to the man. I couldn't keep that sort of balance. But genuine, he was off somewhere very quick, wasn't he? I, I mean, it was yeah. it was unbelievable. Not one for you, though, is it? A unicycle? Have you? I've never I've, tried. I, I've only seen you on two wheels. I can't on, stand on a bike. one wheel. Yeah, I mean, you took me on a scooter the other day, and I'll, I'll be Not honest with you. No, <laughs> <laughs> you. <laughs> We were in London and Mark, oh, this just We had to get somewhere really quickly and it was because of where... And I had heels on so I couldn't really walk fast and get there on time. But because of where it was, there was no point getting a tube because you had to go into London to come back out. So it was quicker to kind of go across. So So I said... Oh, let's get one of them bikes. So we can no, get... you didn't. You said, let's get said, an Uber. No, and no. I said, let's get the scooter. I said, get an, yeah, get an Uber first. And Mark shut it down because he's as tight as they are. Shut up. We don't need to get an Uber. You are tight. And, and, but I also had heels on. And then I saw the bikes from a distance. I thought, do you know what? I can pedal in heels. And then Mark saw a scooter. I saw a scooter. Scooter. It was, it was fabulous. It was rapid. Well, uh, yeah, I mean, you've got to have a good car and a bit of balance. I had a handbag, a pair of heels, didn't fall off. I was very proud of myself, <laughs> but you couldn't stop laughing the whole way. And I, Mark just laughs at me the whole way. Do you know what? Do you know why I laughed? Right, and I'll be honest. Why? It's, it's just the sounds that came out of you. <laughs> Right. Yeah, because I don't want to die. And I, I deliberately let you go in front of me so I could experience the full joy 
of just, you know what? You was you, you wasn't that bad with the balance and the driving. But I'm it, like it was, Mr. Bean, and I. It was it was the panic in in your vocals. <laughs> it was. Mark, there's a tree. <laughs> it's the drop curbs. Yeah, were... with the, every time you got near a curb, you did this. <laughs> And then you go down and go, oh, 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 it's all right, it's all right. Like, yeah, like, but I'm also having to look for traffic as well. You were doing a running commentary and then getting off, getting off the scooter. I would always try and jump off before I stopped. It, I don't know why. It was like Sandra Bullock in speed. <laughs> Only if it was going at one mile an hour and it was on a scooter. She kept trying to jump off it while it was still it was moving. Like them buses that you and used I was to like, jump off. I was like, rocks, rocks, they've got brakes. Like on a, a normal push bike handlebars, just pull the brakes and you're like, yeah, I don't get I, it, I don't I, get it. My brain didn't stop the vehicle before I jumped off. It was like those buses <sighs> you used to have to jump on and off of as they were moving. Honestly. Oh. Well, anyway, that I wasn't even... try it. No, sorry. That isn't what we was going to talk about. That isn't even what we, we've done this week. Although I do want to say... Uh, don't today, get a monocle. Don't, I mean, the monocle just threw me, didn't it? I might get one. But uh, a week today, our new book comes out. Oh, no, it's not a week. Well, the, the, the day that this podcast goes out is, is a week until that is the book comes out. It comes out on the 9th of November. That is... Literally gone the quick, like the quickest time ever. Oh, it's amazing! It's incredible. I just remember writing that book, and I was like, "This is not now." We're a week out from Greg the Sausage Roll. Twelve, 12 days, days of, Christmas. of Christmas. If you haven't got it, it's actually a, a proper bargain at the moment. I'm, yeah, and the, I'm not afraid to. You know to what? Sort of this, do this, this is a, this is a shameless plug for our yeah. own book. But you know what? We we want to do it because. We genuinely love writing children's books. Yeah, we, we're, we're, we're these people that never thought, I mean, I'd never thought I'd be an author or an in, like a creator of books or imagination in that sense. And it has actually, like, I love doing it. I love yeah. seeing the joy. I love the kids, like the kids who read it as well are just so happy. And I was telling somebody this, this the other day, that the thing that's lovely is, so, so this is going to be our fourth book. And I remember doing the book signing for the very first children's book we did, you know, three years ago, four years ago, whenever it was. And I remember everyone that came to the book signing, it was lovely, but everyone knew me and you rocks from our videos. Yeah. Right? And everyone was talking to us about the videos and their favourite videos and the Christmas songs. And then on the last book signing we did in summer, it was so lovely because not only now did we have this audience of people that know us from the podcast and the songs and the videos... There's now this whole wave of little kids that come through that just want to talk about the Gloria books. Gloria and Greg, yeah, uh, the characters of the book. And that's, I, I yeah. never, I, I mean, I always hoped, but I never knew we would create a book where the characters kids love as much as they do. I mean, imagine, can you remember having the idea for Greg the Sausage Roll? Yeah. And a lot of, I know this sounds silly, but book publishers and book people Sort of, sort of laughing, going. Are you, are you yeah, it's a sausage roll, though. It's a sausage isn't it? roll. It's a sausage like, roll. do you want to just get rid of that gimmick? Like, it's not really like. And we were like, no, but imagine a sausage roll on an adventure. It's, it's the most unexpected hero who that's, kids would yeah. love. Like, they trust it. Also, like, it's a beige food, which is safe for a lot of children. Like with autism and send and I send and I and send skulls. And I was just like. Yeah, no, but we believe in this, like genuinely, genuinely. And then amazingly, Puffin were like, we want yeah. to do it for you. And they yeah. believed in us. And now those little, there was, I remember a little girl, she came up to me and she went, have you seen? And I was like, what? And she went, 
Gloria, the sausage roll is here. I had my photo oh, yeah, with we had, her. We had the I've had my photo with her, and she saw my. I'm so happy, and yeah, I was like, yeah. "Wow, it's so sweet." And she just didn't care. She was just like, "I've seen Greg and Gloria. Her life was made, and I was so happy." Well, look, I just want to say it's it's a, it's the 9th of November. It comes out, and it's currently half price. It's three ninety nine. Um. WH Smith and on Amazon. And we've um, been hoping they would drop it down to three ninety nine because we don't get to say how much books are and things. But for three ninety nine, like we're oh, so lovely- happy because it's made it affordable for more children to read and it's 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 just that's we want things to be affordable, don't we? Yeah, yeah. And we know that in a, a cost of living crisis, things like that help a lot of a lot of people. And th- this this book's lovely because it's about getting kids singing. And, and that's what we yeah. want to do. It's, 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 a, it's an early years book. It's an early years book. It's a take on the 12 days of Christmas to try and encourage ki- kids to sing and enjoy and be silly with reading and Christmas songs. So um, so that's it. We just want to say it's out and it's going to be out today. So, you know, if, you, if you're looking for a little stocking filler. Yeah, you can get it on Amazon and Smith's and well, Waterstones everywhere. Yeah, so. Also, though, not only are we a week away from our book coming out we've had the biggest week we have had the biggest week this week because this was the week we announced the project that we have been working on our christmas festive joyful project which we've kept a secret for over nine months uh, if you've seen the video of of us on social this week then you'll hear me say this is the biggest secret i ever to keep it genuinely was it was this secret was so hard yeah. to not tell everyone. Yeah, it's been a passionate project of ours as well. Like, we've not stopped. If you of... haven't seen, this week, me and Rox launched a Christmas dinner pie with pucker pies. Yeah. Which is like... It's a dream come true. I feel for, like for, I mean, it's for Christmas me. and iconic. Like, pucker pie are like, ha- like, they've been around for absolutely years. Yeah. Like they're a well-known. I don't know if if there's anyone listening outside of the UK, but they're a well-known pie family-run business, and they supply like most of the football stadiums, chippies, like chip shops in the UK. Like they're affordable pies as well. Like so these, are, it's, it's a it's an affordable everyday pie that yeah, as Rock says, they're sold in every chippy in the country, just about every football ground in the country. They've been a, yeah. they've been around for as long as I've been alive. Yeah, and they're still affordable for everybody, and. Oh, you know, I'm just going to be honest. This, this is like one of the dream people, brands for me to, to work with in yeah. my life. Like, yeah. Oh, it just you're, gives me goosebumps. It's, it's, had, it's crazy. But you, you've you loved Pucker. I mean, you've been at football stadiums since you were a little boy. Yeah. So you will have had, and I've been in chip shops since I was a little girl. So you would have known Pucker Pies. So, so, so here's like the heritage of how long my love of Pucker Pies go back, right? So <laughs> uh, I, I, I remember... I mean, I remember being really young at football games uh, with my dad. We knew that after the game, if there was pies that were like left over from the ground that weren't sold during the game, yeah, we could go to like a certain uh, like turnstile, like a certain bit at the, the end of the, the, the football game. When the crowd had empty, if there was any pies left, they would like sell you like a box of 12 for like two quid oh, because wow. they were just going to get thrown away. And so I remember standing there in the cold... Being like absolutely tiny, waiting with my dad, hoping that some of the pies hadn't sold during the game so we could get a box to go home. Stop. It it was like... That's so amazing. And there weren't always some they used to sell out, but if there was games where they didn't, it it was like the joy. used to walk home with With a box of pies 
Yeah, just not sold in the game. And there was like a, a you know, there's like a whole box for a couple of quid and you walk, you ate one on the way home and then you had them the next day. Oh, it's like amazing. So that was like as early as I remember. And then I remember when I was at college doing, you know, obviously graphic design, everyone in 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 our uh, group had to choose a brand that they loved, right? They had to do like a a project or like a, you know, an advertising like project at, uni, at college about a brand that they love. And I chose Pucker, right? And I remember doing all the research and I went on the Pucker website at the time and it said like, are you, uh, you know, are you like a fan of the brand or are you a chip shop? And I just put, oh, I'm a chip shop. I thought I'd see what happened. You and it, did it. It sent you through to like this, <laughs> this form where you could fill it all in. You put in your name, your address, the name of your chip shop. <laughs> what was the name of your chip and shop? And I just went through that. I was like, yeah, I'm going to do it. Hoyle's Place. <laughs> But place like the, like like the, the fish. fish. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I called it Hoyle's Place. <laughs> and I just put in my home address with my folks. Um, thought no more of it, just sent it off, just like a bit of a joke. I kid you not, a week later, I had this big tube turn up with like 20 posters. You did That were meant for chippy walls and windows. So you just decked out your bedroom. So my it. bedroom <laughs> looked like a chip shop. No, no lie. And I had a, a plastic sign, like a, a, an open and close sign on my bedroom door. No. Because, yeah, because I'd registered as a chip shop with Pucker. And now here we are, like, I don't Together. know, 20 years later, and this amazing relationship's formed with with the 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 guys at Pucker and we've done our own pie. I know. If you we've basically nine months ago we it was in no actually it was before then in lockdown wasn't it we I think it was like two lockdown, like two years two ago. Two years ago I was talking about Pucker probably on Instagram or Facebook or somewhere and they sent us some pies. They yeah, sent, it was they, like chippy night or whatever. Yeah, they sent us like a box of like ten pies or something to say thanks for talking about them and we've kind of like. Sort of stayed in touch since then. Yeah, and then it was at the yeah the start of this year they they reached out. They reached about... out and they said, "We really want to make a pie with you guys." No, we re yeah we really want to make a pie and we want to support your charity work. So do you want to do something? And we were like, "Hell yes!" Yes, like we'd love to. And literally... and they were like they wanted to make it Christmas themed. <laughs> they they yeah. wanted to do it. They wanted to do it at Christmas time. A pie that would raise money for charity, the charity that we're ambassadors of, the, the Trust of Trust. So we were like, okay, 100%. We went what over. can we do? What shall we yeah. do? And uh, yeah, it's been like months and months of, we've been, honestly, we, well, we went over I there. wish we had like a way of telling this whole story. Well, we are now. But we went to the Pucker family business with all of the factory and everything to basically have this meeting where we were all going to like... What should the pie be? Ideas. Should it be yeah, this? Should it be that? Yeah, with ideas for pies and everything. And it was back and forth, wasn't it? And we were all chatting, me, you and the teams. And we were like, my God, it's got to be a Christmas dinner pie. Well, this was it. We kind of went around all the houses and went around all different ideas. And it just, we just kept all coming back to, yeah, but imagine if they put a whole Christmas dinner in a pie. Because they've never done Christmas pies, have no, they? Not like that, no. So we were like, Christmas. imagine if you could put a Christmas dinner in a pie. And also this year in the UK, like, and everywhere really, like with the cost of living and just how expensive everything is and just trying to help people. Like, we were like, imagine if you could invent a pie that could be a Christmas dinner. Yeah, because... they're like a couple of quid. Yeah, I, I mean, I think it's priced at £2 at the minute. So we were like, if you can put as many ingredients of a Christmas dinner in a pie and it tastes nice, people that are, are struggling to make ends meet this Christmas... Yeah. 
can buy a pie for two pounds and say they've had a Christmas dinner. But we also and that's have so sweet. Yeah, it's it's nice because you get to support like people. Like t- for instance, today it launched and so many people were like. I'm getting rid of the turkey. I'm having a Christmas dinner pie <laughs> with all the trimmings around it. Like, to be fair, I'm con- seriously considering having the pies, the, the main bit, and then potatoes and all yeah, that around it. Yeah. Uh, I'm, like, I'm, I'm, I mean, I'm in. Um, uh, okay. Cool. So, so, yeah, <laughs> scrap the turkey and, yeah. and everything this Christmas. We, we, We're just we, going to get pies. We decided to all do the Christmas dinner pie and then we went to the invention, we, didn't we? We went to the innovation kitchen. That's the in- innovation. It was the innovation kitchen at Pucker where me and Rox basically stood like for a few hours in a room with their like master bakers, which you got to be careful how you say that, <laughs> um, uh, to, to, to make this pie. And what was amazing was me and Rox arguing about Ingredients. We were like, it's got to have, it's got to have pigs in blankets. It's but got then Ro- <laughs> Rox was desperate for it to have cranberry sauce. You wanted a sprout, and I, I like, wanted a sprout. Absolutely not. Oh, because I was like, it's not a Christmas dinner without a sprout. But then Pucker it- were also like, it's got to be the ingredients that people adore as well. It's got to be the ingredients so, that everybody oh, loves. It was like gravy stuffing. Like we're like, right. So it, honestly, so in the end, we compromised and put neither in because. <laughs> Yeah. Cranberry is something that divides opinion. It's quite sweet. I don't like it. Rox does. And as does a Brussels sprout. It's kind of like a token on a and Christmas the dinner. But you not... can just add to the dinner. Anyway. Yeah. So we thought you could, that's that's the, you yeah. know, accompaniment to the pie. Um, but yeah, and then Rox says, like literally like two weeks ago, after all these months of planning and doing all the exciting stuff, going to like a photo shoot where we got to take photos for the box. Um, which we was then, hilarious. Which was incredible. And we got into the factory to see it being made. Yeah, that was what we did like two weeks ago when they actually put them press press go and we got to, to go and see our pie be made. It was incredible. And it's the first time and probably not the last time I cried at a pie. Yeah, we cried <laughs> in a factory in a hairnet at a pie being made. And I, I truly did because I was like, holy muffin, holy yeah. pie. Holy this pie. Is, this is making a difference this is this is incredible I feel so lucky and blessed and I, d- I don't even really know yeah. how that's happened but so I just want to say thank you yeah. th- th- thanks to actually thanks to the Pucker team for wanting to do it with us because it's been an absolute honour and an absolute joy and thank yeah. you to to everyone that supports these wild ideas that we have online and and you know since we've talked about it this week and it's, it's gone out there loads of you have rushed out and bought it and yeah. sent us photos and videos of you trying it and saying you're looking for the signed boxes that we did and, uh, and already are addicted to the flavour which I'm so chuffed about yes. because so I truly uh, I'm not like a huge huge pie person but honestly that pie is very addictive because I love Christmas and I love Christmas dinner yeah put it in some puff pastry my friend hello oh, I'm hello gone. I'm gone so, sorry, we just wanted to explain it all to you because I think it's just a wonderful oh, thing. You know what? How and we many... never get to tell the full story. No, but how many people get, get to say that, you know, that they, they've come up for an idea for a pie that they've been able to launch to a whole nation yeah. that then helps raise money for charity as well. Uh, and it's, it's lovely on so many levels. So... Um, Thanks it, for everyone involved. And I hope you guys, it's in Tesco's, guys. So it's exclusive to Tesco's. And for everyone in America, Canada and Australia saying they want the pie, I don't know how I can get it to no, you, I, frozen. I don't, I don't think we can we can fly a pie out. I think it's a <laughs> pie in the sky idea for us to uh, fly one out there to you. But, we just um, need to launch Pucker in Australia and, Oz, and Aussie. Pucker? Pucker. Pucker down under. Let's get the Pucker, Pucker USA. Pucker? Mate, I'm in. 
I'll go and head up the American branch. And I just want to say that's that we haven't been paid to talk about it. No, gosh, no. I, I, no, because I know that people will think that we've been. We haven't. No, this, we we're haven't proud been, of it. We're, we're doing this because we just want to tell you guys about the story and because we genuinely are very proud of it. Yeah. So, um, so yeah, let us know what you think, guys. Let us uh, ladbabypodcast at gmail.com. If you've bought one of our pies, uh, let us know what you think, whether or not you like the flavour or not. Um, and if you had the chance to make your own pie, what would it be? Oh, yes. Because then we can put it to Pucker next year. Yeah. <laughs> and we can steal all your great ideas. <laughs> and then we'll go... Or just make them the greatest pie ever that ever was. And we'll go, everyone that listens to our podcast said they want a, a, a sausage and mash pie. <gasps> everyone said they wanted that. What did you just say about putting mash in a pie? Oh, could you imagine how good that would be? Are you joking? Oh, my God. Absolutely not. Oh. No potato in a oh. pie. Oh, my God. Yuck. The texture of potato in a pie. I can't yes. handle that. That's like putting pasta in a pie. Weird. I mean, no. Lasagna pie. What? I could do a lasagna. No, you can't do a lasagna. Don't sit there thinking about... I could about... do a lasagna pie. No. That'd be... Oh, could you imagine how good that'd be? No. A lasagna covered in puff pastry. Oh, oh, yeah. Um, let us know, ladbabypodcast at gmail.com. Right, are you, are you ready for the first feature, Ox? I am, I am. Right, let's go. Do you have a dilemma? Do you need some help in life? Dial a dilemma. Hey, oh, right, Rox, right. I'm going to jump in before you tell your dilemma because Why? we've got an update. On oh juicy update. We've had an update on a dilemma we did a few weeks ago, uh, and they've sent me an email of thanks because oh. our advice helped. Mark, I feel like we need an update noise. Update, update, uh, like uh, you know, like a newsroom. I'm looking what I've got saved on oh, the soundboard. What you what what you got? <laughs> update! <laughs> There's an update. Yeah. All right. <laughs> Don't be so happy, Mark. Mark. <laughs> I like that. That was cool. Good. This is such a great idea. Update, <laughs> update, update, update. Are yes. you okay? Yes. Okay, yes. sorry for everyone's ears that have just oh, blown off. I felt like I was a DJ in Ibiza then. Right. <laughs> um, <laughs> we've had an update because we gave somebody some advice. I mean, this was a few weeks ago now. Go so um, it says, hi, Mark and Rocks. I wrote to you a few months ago with uh, a dating dilemma. Uh, I was the one asking if I should stay or move on from uh, my almost 12-year relationship where he still was refusing to move in with me. Right. Oh, yes. Tell me what happened. Do you remember? Yes, she, I remember it She'd been with well. for 12 years. Uh, I think and, I told her to pie him off. Yeah, and, and I said she should set a dilemma of like saying she's being evicted. Could oh, she move yeah. in with him? You said inception and I said just leave him. So- <laughs> <laughs> We've had an update. We've had an update. Oh. I did what Mark suggested. <gasps> She's in Go on, what did you, what happened? Oh, what happened? I asked him, if my landlord was about to kick me out and give me notice, what would you do to help? She asked him, she didn't say it was well, happening. Well, she said, I, I said, if my landlord was kicking me out, what would you do to help? What did he say? Oh, no. Did he say, move in with me, love? Or what else did he say? Maybe we should get a place together. He said, that's fine. I'll help you move into your mum's. <gasps> what the muffin? Is that a joke? <laughs> oh, 
That was what he said. I'm uh, sorry. She says, I got my answer that day. I didn't have the courage to finally end it, but fast forward a couple of months and I finished with, with him. I'm hopeful now that I'll meet my Prince Charming at some point in the future. Thank you, Mark and Rocks. A sound piece of advice. Keep up the great work. You brave, brave, brave person. Well done. That's not easy going alone. The, sound, the soundboard, got, sorry, the soundboard is down Mark's today. Mark's been a bit trigger happy oh, over there. I've got the soundboard and down. I feel, can I just say to this wonderful person, I think that's very brave to do that. To listen to Mark is also very brave. <laughs> You took a risk. But do you know what? You're not going to waste any more of your After time. After 12 years. No, yeah, I feel like you did if, the if right thing. If he's not prepared to, to, to man up, then you've done the right thing. Not even that. Just genuinely now go and have some fun. Go and enjoy yourself go and after 12 years. Go and find someone who makes you feel like an Go and find your Prince Charming. Queen. Yeah, go or, for or, it. Or Mrs. Charming. Queen, yeah. Queen go, Charming. Go to... where. To, if you like Disney, go to Disney <laughs> right. and find right. your Prince Charming there. Right, come on then. Least... What's this with Disney? Always on. T- right, come on then. This week's Dilemma Rocks. What have we right. got? Right, Dilemma this week. I quite like this one. Hello, Malcolm Rocks. Thank you for bringing joy and happiness into my life. You make oh, me smile and laugh throughout your podcast. Thank you. Right, she says, I'm a curvy girl and I have finally joined the gym. For the hundredth time. <laughs> We've all been me- there. Is this me Get writing in about myself? But Phil, this time is different as I'm now in the right headspace to do something. Congratulations. Boom. When I first went up for my trial class, I was greeted by the trainer. He was fit and oh. he had a lovely warm smile. I wonder what she was going to say there. Sick. He had a lovely warm what? <laughs> He had a lovely warm smile. Package. Um, Since that first session five weeks ago, I haven't been able to stop thinking about him. Oh, I bet you have. We chat and banter, and this is motivating me more to go to the gym. (laughs) Fantastic. (laughs) She's found a motive. She's going. I don't want to make things awkward and tell him I fancy him. I wouldn't. But should I just carry on being nice, flirty, and chatty and just hope maybe he will ask me out? There's a Christmas party coming up in December that I'd like to go to if he's going. Is this, um, would this be a good time to mention something or shall I just keep quiet? Thank you, Anonymous. Hello. Hello. So there's a party coming. She wants to ask him out, but is it too uh, forward? Uh, right. Come on, Rox. My f- do you know what I'd do? Hello. I'd just keep this going. Is my, I'm just gonna, this is going to be terrible advice. Go on. I'd keep <laughs> going to the gym and I'd get super fit super happy like make yourself feel happy for yourself get yourself mm. where you want to mm. be or mm. just do it because you <clears throat> make your brain good yeah mm. I would there's, there's not tell him I would not tell him there's a problem with this already I wouldn't tell him because his his job to make you feel happy and good and but turn up at the gym if he's flirting with her now and they've got that little vibe going on he might like her the way she is curvy if she goes to the gym and gets too like too skinny, too active. Yeah, but like if it goes like, wrong, she won't go back and it's making her happy. So I no, would... No, going to the gym to see him is making her happy. Chat, I do. I'd, get, I'd go and get yourself in the most confident, happiest place ever. And then I'd just just be, just be you. Why, why, why? <laughs> don't, why? I know you want to like... I know you want to get into his gym pants, but I would definitely... I would definitely not. Don't ruin what you've just started. It's his job to be kind and nice because he's he's a PT. He's someone who is meant to make you. Just you be you. 
Just that was Why terrible advice. That was terrible advice. What would you do then? Tell you what I'd do. Oh, here we go. Everyone's listening to Mark now as well. <laughs> yeah, they are. <laughs> and so they should be. Go on. What you gotta do is you gotta study him. You gotta study how here how we he go, he's got his manual out. How he's uh how he's interacting when he's giving other trials. Oh, yeah. See, this might. This is what I'm saying. It's his job to be happy and jolly and get but you addicted it, to pain and money. Is it? Is it his job to get you addicted? Or, <laughs> or is he just like that with you? Is, is he, he trying to get player? you addicted? Do you know yeah, what I mean? Does he just want to dick you? <laughs> <laughs> so, my advice, I'll be honest, is first thing I'd do is I'd, I'd go in there I'd see how he's treating the other people on a trial day. Spy on him. Yeah. Other women as well. Second thing, get one of your mates to sign up for a trial day. See how he is with her. Oh, God. See whether or not he's, he's fluttering You're his... You're like Hitch, you are. Fluttering his fit eyelash lashes at them, right? If you've got, if you got a fit mate, everyone's got a fit mate, haven't they? Yeah. Everyone's got a fit mate. I haven't really. I am the fit mate. Um, <laughs> everyone's got... <laughs> Everyone's got a fit I'm mate. I'm your fit mate. Yeah. Everyone's got a fit mate. Send your fit mate in and see if he's giving giving them the once over. Right. Because that'll tell you whether or not he is just happy flirty. It's a copy and paste. Copy with everyone. Guy. Right. If you're if you're through phases one and two, then you've got to get yourself some sexy gym wear. You know what I mean? Ooh. I don't mean like when I go to the gym and it's like, you know, your old tracky bottoms that you don't really wear. <laughs> And the shirt that's your a Adidas bit, dad me shorts Adidas. with your yeah, yeah, yeah. trainers from a different yeah, they don't planet. Match. They don't match. The shirt doesn't match the the shorts. Um, I always wear socks that are too long. I always think I wear socks that are too long at the gym. I've been wearing those like, little trainer socks and I don't. Um <laughs> don't do that. You've got to get the you gotta get the fit gym stuff. You know what I mean? You know when they're like I always see people with colour-coded gym stuff, like the, the trainers match their, like, shorts and they match their, like, top. Yeah. And it matches their, like, scrunchie or whatever you call them, right? <laughs> you got to get all that matching, say so you look banging, and then you got to make your move. you got to go over and be like, hello, what's his name, Rox? Tell John. me. Is there, no, he's not, he's not no, John. No, I'm just saying, no. there's no name on it. No, I know, but tell me, what's the name of a, what would a, a sexy, fit Ooh. gym instructor, what would his name be? <sighs> Um, Christopher. <laughs> no, it wouldn't. No, it wouldn't. It wouldn't be Joel. Jake. Joel. It'd be Joel, wouldn't it? Jake the lad. Just strut over there. Joel. Strut over there in your sexy number that's all matching and you're looking happy and smiley. And just be like, yo, Joel, how's it going? Like, yo, Joel. Yo, Joel. Don't like, ever cool. answer that. Don't <laughs> ever go up and say, yo, Joel. Yo, Joel. What up? Right? <laughs> Play it cool. Work into it. Oh, have you heard about this? There's this Christmas party coming up, isn't there? Are you going? I don't think I'll go. And he'll go, oh, yeah. You're like, have you, I, I mean, I wasn't going to go, but are you, are you going, Joel? Are you going to be there? And if he goes, yeah, go. Oh, you know what? I might come if you're going then. Should we go together? Oh, blimey. Boom. Mark's gone straight in. Mark's inceptioned him. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> You've not asked him out. You're just asking him if he's going. Yeah, like what, friend? Like Just like a friend. And then when you're there, pounce on him. And then when you're in the Christmas party, you know, the vodka luge will be there. No, gym people don't drink. What do you mean? Well, they're just the smoothie luge will be there. The smoothie <laughs> luge and the protein balls. 
Yeah. The Pope. You can see his protein balls, you know what I mean? He'll <laughs> <laughs> give you his protein shake. Oh, oh no, what the That was wrong? too far. That was too, that was too far. far. I was got carried away. Oh. Um, that would be my advice. That would be, be my advice. I'm never going to look at a gym shake again. <laughs> <laughs> that would that would be my advice to you. So yeah, make sure the gym outfit has got good lycra to it because sometimes I think I look well snatched and fit, and in reality, <laughs> just you can see. You but... just refer to yourself as snatched. I don't even know what that term means. So um, <laughs> I that's what I'll do. Do you I, not? I would I would I would see how he's treating other people in the gym. I'd get a fit mate to go and sign up to a session, see how he, he is with them, and then third, get some. Fit ass gym stuff. No. Go down there, invite him to the party. I'd just walk in the gym every day, be confident as hell, laugh, joke, make him like with yourself. What's, just walking what around is this energy the girl's giving off? Like <laughs> I can't resist her, and then he'll ask you to the Christmas party. Don't waste your energy on asking Sorry, someone else. If you walk into the gym rocks on your own, how are you laughing and joking? Yeah, <laughs> with my podcast on. <laughs> no, but you know what I mean, like. Because most people just like... Rocks is going to walk in like, yeah, the Pulling fonds. at their clothes. Or stand up tall. Smile. Stand up. Rock, look, if somebody walked into the gym, walk, strutting about, smiling and laughing, I'd be like, are they all right? Are they drunk? <laughs> That's why people look at me weird when I go to the gym. Because I dance on a treadmill. So. I hope that is going to help you with this uh, predicament. I want an update. I want to... I uh, yeah, I need to know how this goes because Joel... I really want Joel Se to ask you to the Christmas Sexy Joel, party. nah. And Mark has given you bad advice. Take life by the protein balls. <laughs> that needs a shirt, that does. And you ask him <laughs> to the party, all right? Take life by the protein balls. Take life balls. by the protein balls. <laughs> you ask him, That's fantastic. Okay? Uh, we want to know, if you've got a dilemma that you want me and Rox to make worse, let us know on the Lad Baby <laughs> Podcast at gmail.com. Ladies and gentlemen, this is your Date Night Diaries. Hey! Date Night Diaries. I think this could possibly be the worst date night story I've ever heard. Stop. Like really? Just, just series of, of events that just shouldn't happen back to back. This is the worst you've ever heard. Truly. Well, one of them. All right, one Fine. of them. <clears throat> so... Hi, Mark and Rocks. I've followed you both for years and love everything you stand for. Thank you. You brought so much laughter to me over the years, so thank you, and well done with the podcast. It's brilliant. Thank you very much. Uh, <laughs> a few years ago, I decided to book a Valentine's weekend trip to Bruges for myself and my boyfriend. Lovely. <clears throat> Love a bit of Bruges. He had never been on a ferry and was so excited to go away for the first time, especially just me and him. Oh, I bet he was. We drove to the ferry terminal on a Saturday morning, ready to board the boat and to get our Valentine trip started. Whoop, whoop. Yes. All aboard the love train. Love, love boat. Love boat. Uh, love boat. Whilst waiting in passport control, we noticed two Scouse girls uh, also going on a girly trip waiting to board. I turned to my boyfriend and said, they look like a good laugh. If we bump into them later, let's have drinks. Fast forward, we've boarded, we've found our room, we've settled in, we're getting ready for the evening and head to the bar. To our delight, the two Scouse girls are there having drinks. So I decided to go over, make conversation, and they did enjoy in they did then enjoy joining us for the rest of the night. Nice. So my 
great. I like this person. Fantastic. They've boarded the love boat. They've made friends with two girls. They're all having a great time. We sat at the bar. It felt like hours passed. Drink after drink after drink. We were having the time of our life. Uh, and the two girls were an absolute scream. 1am came round and by this time, we were all rather merry. So decided to call it a night. And this is where the party starts. Oh, no. <clears throat> we headed back to our cabin and it was all downhill from here. We laid down to get some shut eye and the room started to spin. Oh, no. I felt sick. So sick. I quickly army rolled to the bottom of the bed and dashed for the small toilet where I started to projectile vomit absolutely <laughs> everywhere, followed <laughs> by violently projectile liquid pooing everywhere. What? That's a double ender, isn't it? That, how do you vomit? <laughs> Poor woman. And and rear end at Mate, the same she's time. She's got a DMV. Diarrhea and vomiting, isn't she? <laughs> that's, that's rough, isn't it? That's that's terrible. After Good a Lord. rather explosive evening, we woke up, had breakfast, and headed off to the ship to explore Bruges. Sorry, <laughs> she's just. Was it just her that uh, went uh, through yeah, that? Yeah. Right. <clears throat> just her. She she had the explosive moment. Our first port of call was to head to McDonald's. To get a coffee. What a disaster. Oh, God. As I approached the McDonald's till to give my order, the menu board had been Velcroed up, <laughs> and to the left of me, it swung down fully <laughs> uh, with full force into my head, splitting <gasps> my head open and blood everywhere. What? Imagine you've had projectile <laughs> front and rear. You go to McDonald's to get a coffee to make your life feel a bit better <laughs> and the board hits you in the face and splits your head open. That is absolutely the worst luck. The manager of the restaurant spoke very little English but was in a blind panic <laughs> shouting at me as quickly as he could in a language I couldn't understand. He then finally filled... Uh, I then finally got filled out an accident book uh, and having and had my head bandaged. So he then what? did... So she had to fill out an accident book. They bandaged her head in McDonald's. She was then sent out. We attempted a small walk around Bruges before we was going to head back to the ferry to rest up. <laughs> this poor girl. <laughs> we found a gorgeous coffee shop looking out into the main square of Bruges and thought we'd take a minute. We'd only been sat there for 20 minutes when my boyfriend's mum rang to say granddad had died. <gasps> You front and back door <laughs> a projectile. You get the stitches in McDonald's. And your boyfriend's granddad dies on the same day. What's going on with Bruce? What happened in Bruce? <laughs> what happened in Bruce stays in Bruce. We both uh, instantly burst into tears, rushed back to the ferry, and spent the rest of the weekend in our cabin. <laughs> I'm sorry to say, me and my boyfriend didn't work out in the long run. <laughs> However, we have stayed great friends and constantly laugh about this incredible trip. <laughs> I mean... I'm so sorry for your bruise trip, but it was very entertaining. <laughs> that is a date night problem, isn't oh. it? That is a dilemma. That sorry, date night diary. girl must have had low blood sugar from being that much projectile in from both ends yeah. and then she gets a smack in the head which is never fun <laughs> makes her even more dizzy 
I don't I even know if she even... got the McDonald's breakfast. Wait, did she even get the coffee? <laughs> I don't know. She should have McDonald's free for life after McDonald's, that. if you're listening, this this girl needs like the, the gold card for life after yeah, that. Exp- and, and a ferry pass for life if she ever wants to go on one again. <laughs> Um, so there you go. That's an incredible date night, isn't it? Um, I, I won't lie. I'm, 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 I've proper gone off Bruges. <laughs> if you've got a date night diary you want to share with me and Rocks, ladbabypodcast at gmail.com. And if you are coming to one of our live shows uh, and you've got a date night diary, send them. Send them because we're going to read them out or some of the best ones out live on stage and we'd love to read out yours. Ready for the next one, Rocks? <laughs> Confessions no, of a oh. housekeeper. Ah, no, the moment <sighs> we all hate where Mark ruins our hotel stays. <laughs> it's not a hotel stay this week. Is it not? Thank <clears throat> you. But Thank it, you for giving us all a break. But it is attending somewhere that would need hospitality. Right. And I mean, I don't know even know where what where this would feature. I don't even know what to call it. Let's just go with it. Okay. Hi, Mark and Rocks. Thanks for uh, a great podcast every week. This one could blow your mind. Oh. Uh-oh! That's what we're waiting for. <laughs> Wait. I live near Heathrow and live a slightly different lifestyle. Oh. What do you oh. think that means, Rocks? <clears throat> Dogger. <laughs> are they a dogger? I mean, you're not far wrong. <laughs> it's got to be something not... I am a naturist and swinger. Oh, there you go. I was going to say nudist. I was, because they they don't live in a world. At my local club. So, I mean, there's a club for this. Right. So this is why it's under housekeeping territory, because I don't know if it's a... What, what sort of club is this? I don't, I don't, it's swingers club. A swingers club? Or a nudist. Is that the same thing? Uh, no, nudist is just, just getting like, your kit off. Like, no, nudists just like to be naked. Yeah, getting your kit off. But and, and swinging is, is like to be naked whilst <clears throat> having sex. Sure. Right. At my local club, no more information than that, but it's near the Heathrow area, if you're interested. <laughs> At my local club, there was a gentleman who attended on a regular basis. He was a black cab driver in his late 50s, early 60s, and enjoyed having fun with lots of different people. Okay. Okay, each to their own. Due to his <clears throat> due to his age, he needed some medical assistance to help him rise to the occasion. Okay. Viag. Go for it, sunshine. On this particular day, after being in the club for several hours. <laughs> wow. I mean, in his 50s, I mean, go on, lad. I mean, it's synthetic. Being in the club for several hours and having lots of fun, he had taken a lot of Viagra tablets, but nobody knew how many. Whilst swimming in the pool, he suffered a fatal heart attack. Oh, no. An ambulance uh, and police were called, but unfortunately, he couldn't be saved. Oh, this is terrible. It's a confession of a housekeeper rocks. I didn't say it was going to be joyous. I'm telling you what happens. Right, okay? okay. These are the stories that come in. Right. The police got his personal details from the club and proceeded to go to his home address to see if he had any next of kin. They knocked on the door and a lady of a similar age opened it who turned out to be the man's wife. They broke the news to her um, about him, about the devastating news of him passing away. 
But what was even worse was the fact that she had no idea <gasps> he attended the swingers club. Oh. And just thought he was going off to work, working long shifts. Oh, that's it. End of story. That's brutal. That's brutal, isn't it? That's brutal. That's a brutal one. I mean, he died doing what he loved. <laughs> I'll say it. Necking Viagra. But, ne- I mean, was Viagra like, I suppose if you push enough blood to that point for that amount of time, your heart's going to take a bit of strain, isn't it? I mean, it says they don't know how, how many he'd had. So, yeah, I mean, if you're knocking yeah, back the like, Viagra. Well, let's, let's talk about what... And he said he'd been there for several hours. So he's he's had a he's had right, a lot that's of a fun. lot of blood blood pump into a certain area to in remember, isn't it? So, but imagine that though, Rox. Imagine in your late fifties, early sixties, you get a knock at the door. Your husband's died. By the way, he was in a well-known swingers club that he's been going to for many years that you had no idea about. Oh, well, you know that'd be a shock. Wouldn't it? That's a double end I mean, of shock. Yeah, I mean, I'd expect. He, sorry, he was in a pie shop and he was in a chippy. <laughs> And he had eaten 20 bags for a joke of chips. Um, and is, it, is this the future? Is this how I'm is going? This, yeah, it would be something like that with you. Unfortunately. He died um, eating. It would, that's what it would be. We've got some terrible news, Mrs. Hoyle. Um, your husband said he could eat the Guinness World Record <laughs> amount of pies in 15 minutes. And unfortunately... His he stom- joked. His stomach, ex- his stomach exploded <laughs> as he shoved in the 15th pie. Um... I mean, yeah, it, that wouldn't be a shock for you. No. But I mean, just imagine that shock. Yeah. Oh, I just, oh, I feel sad. It makes me sad. I'm glad it's not ruined my hotel experience. Yeah, I mean. But I'll be honest, Mark, I bet there are a lot of people that lead this double life. What do you I reckon? Bet, yes. Well, they're secretly off, the amount, off for a little swing. The amount of people who we come into contact with, like, of football or different places that I... Do you remember when we met swingers in Vegas? Uh, in that club? Yeah. They wanted they wanted us to swing with them. Yes, they did. Gosh, Do you remember? I don't remember. I remember... Was she blonde? I yeah, don't remember. They were both very... like 20 years older than us. I'd had a few to drink, I won't lie. But I don't... I don't... They were older. Yeah, yeah. They were, they were like... We was like, what, early 20s? We and younger. they were like late 40s early 50s I don't remember it if I'm honest we, <laughs> I mean I don't remember a lot of Vegas but go on uh, we, it's, we, was, we went to a bar in Vegas where at the time when you went in it was like 20 quid a uh, $20 entry and the girls got uh, red cups and blokes got blue cups oh yeah this was in the toxic era where women, and women, women got could, it free women could drink for free if they had a, a red cup if they had a certain colour cup women could drink for free and you had to keep the cup on you all night it's the only time it's the only way you could get a drink was if you had your own cup yeah um, so what we just did was rocks. Mark would drink from my cup <laughs> I went and got drinks because we had no we had no cash or no money at the time, and but you would go, go on, go on, up you go again. So I looked like a raging alcoholic because so I would go up, Rocks was get go- a drink, so that Mark could have a drink, and so could I. We'd share the red cup when no one was looking. Rocks would go up, get a, a vodka coke, and then I'd go on to go to the toilet, go to the toilet, pour it into my blow cup, and then Rocks would go up cup. again. Yeah, um, I mean it's a great great hack. Um, but we it, were helping each other. We were helping each other through, through the scenario. Um, I briefly remember it. They were really... But they, they were sat next to us at the bar and they got talking and they were like, they loved the British accent and all that. 
Yeah. And then, and then they kind of like, in a, ah. in, in a, I don't know how they sort of got round to it, but they were like, oh, what are you doing tonight? And we were like, oh, nothing. We're in Vegas. And, they, like... and we were like, oh, what, what, what are you up to? And they were like, oh, well, we're like, you know, we're like swinging. Oh, yeah. And we were like, oh, <laughs> oh, oh, could you imagine? And they were like, <laughs> we were like, and they were, and they were like, no, no, like, it's what we come to Vegas for. Yeah. It's why uh, we're here. Is, I remember it. Have you ever heard of that? And I'm we were like, a flashback. And we were like, huh, no, no. 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 Should we go now? Should, Should, uh, like... uh, yeah, I think we're just going to go for some ribs or something now. <laughs> I'll just fancy some waffles if yeah. I'm on each other. I've, <laughs> I've just drank like, yeah, a shed load of vodka coke and I just might get an early night. <laughs> uh, we panicked, didn't we, and run. Panicked and ran away. <laughs> Um, so there you go. Without your confession of uh, a housekeeper, I thought it was a great insight into a, 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 a swinging naturist club. I didn't know what happened. Yeah, in I there. reckon a lot of people do do have like double double lives where they they'll be like, yeah, I'm going to work or whatever. They'll go <clears> and have <throat> a little bit on the side swingers or club. They'll go and do something. Swimming like, pools in yeah. there though. Swimming pools, great, great knowledge. Well, I mean, swimming naked's great. <laughs> Do you ever run into the sea naked? I haven't, no. And I think if I started swimming naked at David Lloyd, they'd probably have a few questions. Uh, <laughs> you get you and the sledge in there. Mate, we want both fit. Um, if you've got a confession of a housekeeper that you would like to share with us, likebabypodcast at gmail.com. It's One Line Wonders! A whole sentence in one line. <laughs> <laughs> one line wonders. Uh, thank you. We have loads of these coming every week. We I get do so love many. These. These are my um, so I love the podcast. Keep up the good work. I normally listen to it whilst I'm. Uh, or I normally listen to it while uh, in our butcher's shop slicing bacon. <laughs> Amazing. I mean, that's a great one. Oh, bacon's my. Phone. I get so many odd looks as people see me chuckling while I'm cutting bacon. I mean. <laughs> That's, oh. I mean, that's fantastic. I mean, I'm, I'm hungry thinking about it. Um, so they said, for context, uh, one of my closest friends lived a very sheltered life and there was lots of adult things that she never learned about until she got married. Right. Okay, so here, here is the one line. One Christmas, uh, we were celebrating Christmas at uh, my friend's husband's elderly parents' house when Dido came on the radio. <laughs> My friend turned to her husband's elderly parents and announced, I do love dildo. <laughs> <laughs> We've all been there. We've all been there. I, I'll be honest, I've, I've mispronounced dildo and dido differently before. Her Very husband quickly had to explain to his wife, what that actually meant, because she had no idea, but we've never let her forget it. <laughs> she didn't know what one was. So she just innocently wow. went, oh, I love dildo. <laughs> Imagine that on Christmas with your in-laws, just turning confidently, calmly going, oh, love a bit of dildo. I dare you to do it this Christmas. Um, and I'll put, my tea's gone cold, I want Got out of I would dread, If I said it around your parents, I'd dread to think what they'd say if I went, I love dildo, I'll be honest. <laughs> I tried to think what your parents would say. So. Oi! <laughs> uh, thank you for that. That was from Kim. Thank you for sending that in, Kim. Ladbabypodcast at gmail.com if you have got a one-line wonder you want to share with us. Living with a... Novena! Novena! Hey up, me look. Hey up. 
Go well, down, Grum. Go love. down, Grum. Go down. This Good week, I have had someone online point out something beautiful to me oh, about go. what you say. This week is not about me. Here we go. It's about you, Sunshine. Here we go. So, someone has said that you pronounce something totally wrong. Yeah, And yeah, I we'll had see. never even yeah, thought about yeah, it before. Yeah, yeah, we'll see, we'll see. So, Mark, here Roxanne. it is. How do you say this word, Okay. okay. Name something. I'm going to say to you what it is. Can you name? So if you're ill or you're in trouble or you're hurting, you're like you're having a heart attack, for instance. Okay. What do you call? An what a- vehicle do you call? Ambulance. A what? Ambulance. 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 Or um, ambulance. 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 Is- Ambulance, right? Ambulance. Someone has said you say ambulance wrong. You don't say the U. Ambulance. You say ambulance. 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 Oh, it's a lance now. Let's call the ambulance. 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 I'm calling me ambulance. 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 Vera, call the ambulance. No. Ambulance. Wait, you ain't getting nothing if you're calling ambulance. <laughs> oh, yeah. Ambulance. I'm not having this. Hello. I do nine, say. Nine, nine. May I have an ambulance for my, oh, ambulance. my husband? Oh, my, my friend Quintus has just fallen over. It's stubbed, <laughs> it's stubbed his miniature toe. Can I <laughs> have that. an ambulance? Oh, do that. That's <laughs> <laughs> my favourite. Ambulance. Ambulance. You say it. Ambulance. 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 You don't pronounce the U. Ambulance. Ambulance. That sounds like a pair of trainers that you're saying. (gasps) Whatever. Who's picking up on that? Who's listening to that? Honestly. Well, no one, because I don't know what you're asking for. (laughs) I'm not having it. Name that sound. The hardest quiz in the world. Bam, bam. Hey. Last week I went in on mine. Last week was our. Halloween themed episode week. <laughs> Still got this sound available. Um, so it was um, the sound that was Halloween themed. Do you want to hear it? Yeah. That was last week's sound. And I opted and have written down here zombie. Zombie noise. I feel no, like that. You, you wrote something else, as I remember. You put. Turning into zombie, didn't you say? Yeah, like a, a human turning into a zombie. Because that sounds like The Walking <laughs> Dead. The point of where they turn, that is. The a point zombie. of when they're being. A human turning into a zombie. A in human my turning into a zombie. I've watched Walking Dead, all <clears throat> series, and I'll be honest, that does sound like one. Lots and lots of people agreed with you. Did with, they? With that. But lots of people also had a slight variation on what you said. Could be someone being sick. That was the sound of not somebody, what do you say? Somebody turning into a zombie. Yeah. That is the sound of somebody being eaten by a zombie. I mean. Somebody being eaten by a zombie. That's a zombie. No, that's the sound of a human being eaten by a zombie. So. I feel like you have have deceived us all. I'm not deceiving. (laughs) You have. No. I feel like, I mean, it does sound like a human now being eaten because it's not so. (laughs) Zombies aren't as high. 
Yes. They're like... So that is... Yeah, that was the sound of a human's last breaths as they would be eaten by a zombie. Well, what a beautiful way to end the show. Well, that was last week's sound. Are you ready for this week's sound? I can't work out if this is really easy or not, but here we go. What is that? That sounds like my spoky dokies that I used to get from my cereal packet. What's a spoky? Oh, from spoky dokies. You used bike. to get them from Frosties and you'd put them on your bike. And when you went round, they would go. You'd put them on your wheels. What's that? It sounds like a wire fence being or a gate being shut. Sounds like a, a nudist site, if I'm honest. <laughs> Two doggers up against a fence. He <laughs> <laughs> says, I'm not get that visual out my head now. Oh, Mark. <laughs> Is it a gate shutting? I mean, I've just got a vision. You've, you've, got, to, you've got to put something down. What's, what's it going to be? I'm going to play it one more time. I mean, it does sound sexual. I'll be, I'll be honest. Um, that is definitely like fencing. You know the metal fencing that's shaped like in pentagons? What What is that? <laughs> no, they're not shaped in pentagons. They're shaped like diamonds. Diamonds, that's it, yeah. Um, a fence being shut or something a banging against... A fence being shut. Something being banging. Somebody banging against a yeah. fence. Somebody it's... banging against a fence. Banging against a fence is Rox's answer for this week, guys. I'm writing it down. I'm going to lock it in, John. <clears throat> lock it in, John. I'm going to lock it in. Guys, that's it. Oh. Thank you so much for joining us once again. Really impressed. Sorry, I'm just writing banging against a fence. <laughs> She's just literally writing banging a fence. Against a fence. Right, there we go. Um, I genuinely have loved talking about all the things that are happening this week. And for everyone, I know there is a hell of a lot of you now that are listening to this podcast. And genuinely, when we're out and everything, everyone's like, thank you for doing the podcast. It's amazing. You keep me going. It's been lovely. And I hope you keep listening and have the best week. Guys, have the best week. And uh, yeah, we'll see you all very soon. Go go out and buy the pie. Eat You're in the pie. UK. Read books and have a great week. That's that's my that's my <laughs> You got to live, love, love. You thought I've gone there for a minute, didn't you? <laughs> hey, I'm always here. Love you all. Thank you guys. See you later.